Welcome to Last in Line Leadership Podcast, where we are operating by the standard set in Mark 9.35, where Jesus says, he who wants to be first will be last of all and servant of all. Contrary to popular belief, servant leadership is not weak leadership. On the contrary, we are trying to model and reflect the character of Christ and serve as he did. So we are here at Last in Line to empower and equip you to find the leader within yourself that empowers other people and encourages other people, that serves other people. So we're glad you're here. Settle in to this episode and enjoy your time here at Last in Line Leadership. All right. Well, it's my honor to welcome Anthony Cusa to Last in Line Podcast from Dad Apparel. How are you? Uh, sorry, Dad Bod Apparel. My bad. How are, How you, are you, sir? I'm good. Yourself? Good, man. Well, um, man, I, I know we don't know each other that well, and I know we just kind of meet, you meet nowadays. You just meet people online and meet them on Instagram and shoot them a message, and if they respond, great. And you did, and, and I started seeing a lot of your ads and just kind of took uh, took a liking to what you're doing, man, and your story and checked out your website, and I had to bring you on here. So I it's a crazy, crazy Friday for both of us. We got a little rain here in Texas. I don't know about you, but how's the day going so far? It's good, man. Like you said, just crazy, um, busy. It's Friday. So ready for the weekend, ready to hang out with the family a little bit. Um, and just, yeah. Wind yeah. Up the- well, uh, you know, I, I, we'll talk more about your company toward the end because I want people to get websites and get uh, ways to get your stuff. But um, are you, is Friday a big shipping day for you or is it just every day? So we ship every day and our, our goal and my goal when I first started this was to get orders out within 24 hours. And okay. so we still do that. So, That's what, awesome. you know, the mentality that I've had and we still try to do it is, you know, I, I always put myself in the consumer's shoes because I'm a consumer myself and the way I price things, the way I design things, the way I fulfill things has always been how I would want to be treated as a customer. Because yeah. if I'm going to ask you to spend your hard earned money on something that I produce, um, I myself should feel like I would want to spend my money on it as well. If I saw it, you know, wherever. So we try to, if an order comes in, um, in the same day, we try to get it out the same day if we can. Um, so the whole thing is like when you order something, if it shows up to your door a few days later, you're super stoked on it. you want to throw it on. You want to rock it. You just, it, you have more of an excitement as opposed to if you order something and it shows up two weeks later, three weeks later, and you're like, Oh, I forgot. I even ordered that you know, so the buzz is kind of gone at that point. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, cool. Um, well, so we're going to do something kind of off brand for us. We, we don't usually do this. I've done it with my guest before you, I did it with a couple last week, I guess. And so I'm going to try it again. It's the second time we're going to do a little lightning round, just some weird questions that have no bearing on the rest of the talk. So, uh, just kind of some one-off stuff here. Um, all right. So, Coolest vacation you've ever taken? Coolest vacation. <laughs> with my wife, without my wife, with kids, without my kids. With you and your wife. Let's just say you and your wife. No kids. Okay. Um, I'd say two. One was our honeymoon. We went to Fiji. So that was pretty cool. There you go. Um, enjoyable. And then the other one was we did a cruise to the Caribbean. So going through all the 
Cayman Islands and all that kind of stuff. Those were both really fun. We're doing that in about two weeks. We're going to go to Bahamas and yeah. uh, there's a couple other islands out there that we're going to come up, go out Miami and, and check out. So yeah, that's yeah, what we did. Did you go, uh, are you flying there or doing a cruise? Fl- we're flying to Miami and then going out. So from there. From like the on a port. cruise or just yeah, flying? Cruise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much exactly what we did. That's awesome. Well, yeah. um, yeah, because I want my audience to kind of get to know, you know, a little bit of who you are. So that's why we're, we also do these these weird questions. So you are probably, I'm going to guess, at least 10 years younger than me. But this this question might apply to you. Favorite 80s rock band? Well, damn, dude. 10 years. Oh, 80s rock band. Um, I was a teenager in the 80s. I mean, yeah. you, know, you probably weren't. So. But you, um, I know people listen to that stuff still, though. 80s music still alive. The outfield. Huh? The outfield. Okay. Outfield. All right. I didn't see that coming. You or Duran Huh? Or Duran Duran. Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, most embarrassing or awkward dad moment? You know, I mean... You got relatively young kids, right? I mean, I do, yeah. And I don't really have that many that I can think back and be like, oh, that's okay. I'll give you one of mine, and then maybe this will get you on track to think about along these lines. Well, I was so my oldest son, who's now 24, when he was a baby, and I'm new at changing diapers, and the dude just started i mean you know how it is i mean it could be any moment they could just start taking a leak and it's just right up at you and it just hit me like it was an inch literally from my mouth and 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 that was one of those moments where you learn real quick the next time to cover things until you're ready to permanently cover things so no i was warned about that huh i was warned about that so i never had those moments like where he's just you know water yeah, fountain random yeah yeah no we never i was always good about that so i don't really honestly i don't really have any that i'm like oh that was bad did or, you ever put the diaper on backwards or did you ever no. nothing uh-uh. no clothes on i mean the only thing like, i could say like as a learning dad moment not necessarily embarrassing and i yeah. tell all my buddies this was when um right after my wife had given birth to our firstborn you know their hormones are all out of whack and all mm-hmm. messed up and i always tell my buddies like I learned the hard way. Don't joke. Don't do anything. And so don't like, just don't even mess with her. Just be as nice and perfect as you can be. And so she, when I would change the diapers, he never leaked. And when she would change the diapers, he always leaked. And so she called me on the phone one day and she was like, Oh, he leaked through his diaper again. And she was kind of, you know, whatever. So I came home, she's like sitting on the couch and, and I'd made a joke and I'd said, Oh, that's because you changed the diaper and I didn't change the diaper. And I got home. And I get there and she's on the couch holding our newborn and just water works. I'm like, why are you crying? She's like, you swear, like, I want my son to be sitting here in his wet clothes. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And this time, like, I mean, I was kidding, you know, but yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like holding a, a, a grenade without the pin in it. Like it you is, know, the man. wife it after is. having a baby. Um, mm-hmm. And I've had, I have four kids and now my youngest is 14. So we're, yeah. we're sort of past all that but uh yeah, yeah. You, you're just kind of starting out you got a boy you got a son and a, and a daughter right One correct of five and three five and three okay yeah so you're 
man, and you're running a company and trying to manage relationships. I mean, that's impressive. All right. I got one more crazy question for you and you may not have a, you probably don't have a dog in the fight, but I'm going to make you answer it anyway. Who's going to win the world series Astros or Phillies? Astros. Thank you. You knew I was in Houston. I mean, you must have known. No, I, no, I didn't know you were in Houston. Actually, oh, okay. I, I learned you're in Texas right now when you said you're in Texas. I mean, no, I think the Philly. I don't. I don't really follow baseball that much. I'm more football, college, and NFL. And then, I mean, I used to be a bigger basketball fan. I'm a Lakers fan. So when the Lakers were good in the Kobe days, um, yeah, I was you know more of an NBA follower and NBA fan. But yeah. um, from what I've watched and seen, the 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 Houston Astros are just, they're just a better team. I think the Phillies have gotten hot at the right time. And mm -hmm. at a certain point, you're going to run into raw talent. So, yep, yep, yep. I think pitching will prevail. Um, all right. So let's dive in, man. Thanks for cooperating through the, uh, the weird lightning around there. But I, I guess we learned a little bit about you that we might not have any yeah. other time. Um, so give us an idea of your background a little bit, just some of your, growing up a little bit, you know, childhood heroes, maybe mentors, um, you know, people that you sort of looked at to model some of your leadership and just being a man who you sure. modeled that after somewhat. Yeah. So, um, I'm born and raised in California. Um, grew up in Southern California, small town kind of North of Los Angeles, Santa Barbara. It was beautiful. Um, I miss it. I want to move back down there now. Um, when I was 18, I couldn't wait to get out of there. Now I want to move back down. Um, Parents were amazing. They're both um, immigrants. So I'm first generation, born and raised in the U.S. Um, in terms of when I was younger, heroes or who I looked up to, you know, it's the typical athletes and that kind of thing. Um, it's not until I grew up and have a family of my own that I really kind of realized what my parents did and what my dad did. And, you know, my dad's story is a lot more like your typical story of the American dream of coming with nothing and having four brothers and, you know, sharing cars and whatever, and then working really hard to go through college and get his master's and then having a, you know, a good career and a good living and providing for my brother and I. Um, so now looking back, you realize a lot of what sacrifices your parents do for you, um, which, you know, as, as dads, our, our goal is to give our kids or provide our kids with a foundation to have a better life than we did. And I mean, my life was, amazing like you know it was very very good so in terms of building on that you know set he set the bar high and it's also that fine line of providing and setting them up to have a better life than you did without spoiling them or giving them a, a golden spoon or silver spoon whatever the saying is you know right. so um yeah i mean for me that's really and then i also have a good network and and a good support system and a good community um, of dads that I kind of pick and not pick and choose, but just kind of like draw from for different influence and different um, inspiration, you know, and that's one of the, the beauties of the brand that I didn't really foresee when I started it was just the community of dads and the community that's out there and how powerful and supportive everybody is. And, and, you know, everybody, you know, we're all in this together and we all want to be better fathers, better men mm -hmm. and raise um, you know, good kids. Yeah. Yeah. Where did they immigrate from? My dad was from Egypt and then my mom was from Lebanon. That's, that's awesome. I almost said that I, my grandfather 
uh, came over from Lebanon. Okay. Uh, and I grew up in Oklahoma and all my, my dad's side is all Lebanese. And so, really? yeah, I got some of that and, and man, I miss, I miss the food he used to cook. That's, yeah, that's one my, thing for sure. My mom cooks really well. My grandma cooked like the traditional Arabic food and was outstanding. Uh, so yeah. you're kind of like my son because my son, you know, has obviously my blood, but he's light skin, blue eyes, and really? a lot of Lebanese, like a lot of my mom's cousins were that as well. So yeah, most people think it's like darker complexion and whatnot, but yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. All right. So we might be related in some way. <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, uh, so, okay. So what'd you do before you started this company? Because- or, you know, I don't know, have you always been an entrepreneur or is this kind no. of one of these things where five years ago you kind of hung your shingle out and decided to take a little risk and, and start this? Uh, what did you do before? Yeah, so I graduated with a degree in business and I did finance for the first few years out of college um, and then during the recession and couldn't stand it and just didn't like the idea of being in an office nine to five. Mm-hmm. And so then from there, I got into medical device sales and I've been doing that for the past 10, 12 years um, where you're kind of out and you interact with people. And then five years ago when I started this, it was just an idea. Um, we found out we were pregnant and I was telling my buddies and friends that we were pregnant. We're having, you know, we're having a baby and I've always been into fitness and into working out. And um, they all gave me a hard time. And like, you know, just wait, wait until your kid comes. Don't worry about working out. Don't worry about your diet and start working on that dad bod. And that was kind of the light bulb moment for me where I was like, okay, I know plenty of dads that are still in shape. Um, For me, I'm not going to become this out of shape, you know, typical, whatever dad I'm like, there's got, and there wasn't anything on the market that was just simple, fashionable, that doesn't scream world's number one dad isn't cheesy or corny. And so I was like, all right, there's got to be a market here that you can put kind of like athleisure wear geared towards fitness, promoting that lifestyle but also simple and fashionable that dads actually want to wear that showcases that you're proud to be a dad, but isn't just in your face. Right. And so that was just how it kind of started. And, um, and one of my first ideas was the dumbbells deadlifts and diaper shirt, which is still one of our best sellers. And um, yeah, it's just kind of grown from there. So. That's pretty cool. I, you know, we got to figure out some other alliteration to fill in the diapers because you, you're going to outgrow the diapers if you haven't already. I, you probably already have. Uh, yeah, no, we have. Phase. I mean, you have yeah. daughters. I do have daughter. Uh, one daughter. So, so we have the dumbbells that lift some daughters now. I'm so we've had that. that for, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, cool. I no, I love it, man. Uh, another common thing. I've been in medical sales for like 15 years. I did. Really? Uh, I did device for a little bit, uh, telemetry, outpatient telemetry stuff, but been in pharma doing, doing infusion, uh, replacement immune therapy. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, who do you work for? Or do you still work for the device or are you doing this? We do. And I I sell endoscopy, so minimally invasive surgery, um, and call them the OR and then surgery. So that's cool. That's awesome, man. No, it's a good, I mean, it's a good living. It's a good schedule. It's a good uh, autonomy. Like for those of us who don't want to be strapped to a cubicle or, right. or a, really a, a manager for that point, you know, for that right. matter. I mean, you get it, you get kind of some freedom there. So uh, this being, I don't know how much research you did on us, but this being a servant leadership podcast, we obviously uh, focus on faith is at sure. the center point of what we do. So grow up Catholic. Uh, what'd you grow up? Talk about your faith journey a little bit. How's it evolved if it has at all? Yeah. So 
grew up Catholic, um, went to a Catholic church, communion, baptized, all of that. And then um, once I moved away, um, didn't really go to church all too much in college. I went to a Catholic church because they had a nice like 10 p.m. mass that was down the street and it was candlelight. So it was just kind of peaceful and enjoyable. And then really not since we moved up here, we found a church that we like and we go to now. Um, we've been going to for quite a while and then also have the kids going as well. Um, and they enjoy it. They went to like preschool there and TK and um, and they really enjoyed it. It's been cool because, you know, it helps to instill values in the kids mm -hmm. and, and, you know, starts your week off. Right. But then also at dinner, it's been kind of cool because I don't know where they started being like, hey, we didn't say our prayer yet. And, you know, they're five and three and then they have a prayer. That they obviously recited at church or at their school. Um, for the food and they both say the same one um mm. but it's cool that they almost like lead it and like keep us accountable so that's awesome that's awesome so are we so is it more of a like a non-denominational kind of a christian it's technically presbyterian okay. but they're they don't really like be Not that state, like traditional right. like yeah, yeah. real fundamentalist type yeah. okay well uh that's cool man I, I just want to get a brief background on that because yeah i mean we, we we put that at the center of everything here and and i like to talk to guys about it and just see where they stand and and because it is i mean i'll be honest i the reason i got back in church was because my we have kid we had kids and my wife said we're raising them in church you know and mm -hmm. and i because before that i was i had gone away from that for a while and right. uh, so kids kind of drug me back in and and then I started realizing it's sort of just a lifestyle and a relationship that I mean, it should be at the center of everything because it it does matter who we are as people and who your yeah. kids turn out to be. And, you know, it kind of leads me into your, you know, this uh, this other part that I want to talk about fatherhood in general. You know, uh, what what do you, I mean, looking at what we see in the last, I don't know, five years at, at, at least. Um, about culture, what concerns you kind of most about having young kids that you're bringing up in today's culture? Huh. Where Man. do we start, right? Yeah. Well, how long? Yeah. Do we have? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's tough, right? Because that's a, that's a touchy conversation. Right. Um, and also there's a lot of people that probably have different beliefs and different backgrounds. Um, I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm concerned. Um, I'm just concerned about where we are as a country and and what we're making the important thing is the important thing and and just i feel like there isn't really that guidance anymore as parents for kids and you see a lot of a lot of just kids and parents that are just kind of like you know mm -hmm. they're their own person it's like no our, our as parents our job is to guide and, and and parent them right so we can't really like just turn them loose and say you have your own whatever you know it's important for them to learn mistakes and learn um learn as they go but at the same time like our job as parents is to guide and raise them correctly you know so yeah i mean there's a lot that's concerning um but for me all i can do is just make sure that i'm doing i'm raising my children how you know i see fit and and make sure they're respectful and and um good good kids to everybody else that are around but what are you instilling in them right now as young? I mean, you said they pray and they're just, it's kind of a becoming a, a habit for them, which is great, but are you just, you're obviously teaching them right and wrong and what, sure. but is it too early to start instilling some of the things in them? You know, the, the values that you want to see them develop as they get older. 
No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, we we teach them even when there's just the four of us and they're asking us like, you know, please, thank you. Um, yeah. I try to teach my son like your your sister goes first, like ladies go first, you know, yeah. hold the door open. So he'll do that when we go to the gym or when we go somewhere like he'll hold the door open and let like, you know, and it's cool to see like at the time, three or four year old. And now he's five, but you see him and he's holding the door open for people and you see their faces like, yeah, just like kind of drop. Right. Um, so that's I mean, we're not teaching them anything about screen time or, or yeah, yeah. You know, social media or anything like that. Um, yeah. That's a whole nother animal that we'll tackle when that time comes. But mm-hmm. right now it's kind of the fundamentals and the basics of, you know, the please, the thank you, like raising just polite kids as best we can that that know your manners and know you know that when someone opens the door for you you say thank you um that kind of thing so it's sad that it's it's sad that we're you know that you're getting those sort of responses from people right that they're impressed or they're they're surprised or they're shocked because because you know adults plenty of them don't do that and i get it myself like when i hold the door open and i'm standing there for a minute waiting for a lady or even a guy to walk yeah. through the door I get a lot of times, like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm like, I mean, yeah, no, of course. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. A, You're like, not, why is that weird? Yeah, right? no. Uh, yeah. No, I think kids, I mean, there's not anything too minimal that we can teach them. So like in regards to that, like to say please and thank you. Right. That that shouldn't, I mean, that that's basic, and, but it's not to be, uh, it's not overstating that that's important. And and so they're they're young, but still they're impressionable and they're going to repeat the, the habits and behaviors that you instill in them and that you reinforce too. Right. Like, I don't know what your style of parenting is, but I mean, the more positive reinforcement, you know, for that kind of stuff, you're, you're almost in enticing them to continue that behavior, but are, are they, uh, so they see dad working out. I mean, they, they know dad's a big fitness guy and I assume mom is too. And so like, uh, have you always been big in that during college and everything you hit the gym early in life? I did. Yeah. I mean, I even in high school and I played sports in high school and then I broke my arm pretty severely going into my senior year. And I think that's probably where it started from like looking back, because as soon as I was cleared to go lift weights again, um, I was in the gym twice a day in high school. I'd go to the gym in the morning before school started lift and then go back after school because I knew where I was. And I was like, all right, I need to get back to where I was as quickly as possible. And so I started doing that. And then in college, it was just I lifted a lot more. I didn't do much cardio. It was mainly drinking, eating, lifting. So just big. And then um, post-college, still the same. And then I did a couple physique competitions, um, like when I was dating my wife, but not married. And then um, just wasn't really my speed. And so I've always kind of been into that um, that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so now I still go twice a day. I go in the morning and do cardio before the family wakes up and just kind of get my day started. And then I'll lift in the evening um, and then get home and have dinner and whatnot. So, um, yeah, they see it. Um, my son and, and my daughter now, like, they always want to see, like, look how fast I am. They'll run around the house or he'll try to do push-ups. And, I mean, he's he's a little athlete. He's very coordinated, like, very just gifted. And so he has a potential and he's very competitive, which you can't really teach. Um, so he has the potential, honestly, to be a stud when he's in high school and college if he can yeah. stick with something and really stay with it my daughter on the other hand is like the complete opposite she could care less she's more just into dolls and ballet and just yeah. you know very early so we have kind of one of each um, which is great but 
I think, yeah, they, I mean, they definitely notice it. And that's what I try to put on our pro on our Instagram and on our feed. And what we promote is like, you know, Stay good, and, good and bad. They soak up everything you're doing. So whether you realize it or not, your kids are watching your every move and they're picking up what you're doing. And um, it doesn't even have to be intentional, right? Like they're knowing what you're eating. They know what you're doing, right? So, um, so yeah, we try to just at least show them a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's good that you're active like that because I, I think I know that the body health translate in, translates into so many other areas of health, that's mental right. health, you know, spiritual health even. Like I think the better we feel physically, the more we're going, we're going to go, obviously the more energy we're going to have and we're going to go try to outwork the next guy, right? And then we're going to feel better about ourselves. That's just chemical, you know, that's just yep. science, Uh with the endorphins and things like that. Endorphins, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess, um, I don't know how you have time for everything. Like if you're a rep <laughs> and you're doing, if you have to be in cases in the morning and then you go to, you know, you do cardio and then you, you go on to do some more work and then you're trying to run a business and then, you know, do you have any employees or are you, is it just you guys, you and your family? Yeah. I have a, I have a guy who works with me now full time. Um, he's awesome. And then, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, man, it's just being really diligent about my time because I know how valuable it is. Um, and so I don't really have that much idle time and I'm not really built like that where I can just relax no matter what, right? Like mm -hmm. I was always like that. I'm always like, what's next, what's next, what's next? So that kind of helps in this regard. Um, but for me, it's just, I don't, I just, it's it's normal, you know? And, yeah. and it's just kind of what I do. So, yeah, no, that's good, man. Uh, have you given any thought to, I know your son, you said, I think is five, but you know, dads and boys kind of have this thing just like girls. And, and I know, I know girls and dads do too. And then moms and daughters, but dads and boys, like we have, I think this extra charge for us, this extra command or commission and mission to raise these men to be the warriors, right? The, the strong right. and full of integrity and character, those guys. Um, what do you think about when I say rites of passage? Uh, because I think, and, and if you listen to enough man podcasts out there, it almost seems like there might be a little lack of vision for that or desire for that in today's dad. Maybe they're not thinking about that as much as maybe back in the, you know, days of, warriors and armies and different things like that and um have you given any thought to kind of a rite of passage for your son like do you have something you want to pass down to him is there uh i mean some people do ceremonies like when they turn 13 some people sure. do, you know i know cultures do different things but so what do you have you given any thought to that or is it, is it too early to be on I your mean, radar honestly honestly not really in terms of like an actual rite of passage i know you know and i did a I, I reposted a friend of mine who did a reel um where it was i i'm fine i don't know if you saw it or not and it was basically mm. like any oh, man yeah, yeah, or yeah. any especially if you're a father right you're gonna say you're fine and what you're really saying is i'm stressed i'm financially you know whatever i feel like i'm not doing enough i'm failing right and i say i say that all the time right and that's how i think as men and it's that tough balance, right? Because at the same time, like I know growing up, my dad was, was always, always told me and my brother and would tell me, cause I'm the oldest when he would leave, Hey, you're the man of the house now. Right. right. So you look over, you know, whatever. And so I said that to my son too. And it's the same thing, right? Like you're the foundation, you're the rock. Um, 
and it's a tough balance of holding everything in but then at the same time like still being the foundation being the rock knowing that you're you're the one that's providing you're the one that's protecting you know all of those things like those very strong traits you know and so that's where it's it's a tough balance of like hey i want you to like express what's really going on because i don't perfectly honest i i don't um my parents joke with me all the time so like how are you I'm like they're like let me guess you're fine i'm like yeah fine you know and so they my parents would tell you the same thing like what does anthony say all the time he's fine he's fine right so you know i mean well so for the guys that are listening is that do you think that that's weakness if you show any sort of transparency or vulnerability uh and granted we're we're not gonna ever just dump our stuff all our stuff on people that's not what we're saying but i mean do you have guys that maybe you can go talk because i don't think it's designed for our wives to catch all that brunt of everything all of our weight right. but do you have people that you can and is or do you think it's sort of a sign of maybe i don't have i'm not the rock i thought i was if i if i express some of that no i mean i i have a network and i mean the network that I talked to with that kind of stuff is very, very small, right? Sure. Like of course that list gets a lot smaller um, depending on what it is. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. I have a few that I'll, I'll talk to and, you know, they normally are going through the same thing. And I mean, if you look at the comments on that post, yeah, I mean, it was substantial He's and it was everybody was saying yeah. like, yep, this hit home. Wow. This is, you know what I mean? And so it's like, clearly it's a very powerful message that is very true. Um, and resonates with a lot of dads and a lot of men. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things, right? Where it's like, you don't want to quote unquote burden your partner, your wife or whatever, but at the same time, it's not necessarily healthy to feel like just so, you know, and I got messages Bottled from up, people right? saying, yeah, I got messages from people saying like, man, I'm so messed up. Da, da, da. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and what do you, you know what I mean? I get it. Like, I understand, like, especially the last two years. I mean, right. It's been a lot for anybody, you know? So it's tough. It's one of those things where I don't have the right answer. You know, I know, I know we have a community of dads, we have a community of men. And I think that that's important to lean on them, right? Like you feel like you can't go anywhere, lean on the other dads or the other men in your, in your life that yeah. are experiencing the same thing. Cause that's a resource and a network that you can plug into. Yeah. Um, to try to like get some of that out, you know? But. Yeah. I think people are struggling. I mean, well, I know people are struggling. I mean, I think I looked, I saw a, a stat the other day that I think New York times came out earlier this year with like an article about just kind of death in 2020 and COVID and stuff. You know, obviously COVID was a factor, but like suicides were 54% of the overall deaths in 2020. And I just yeah. think that's crazy. You know, that, that we're at that people are so kind of unraveled. And, and at the end uh, of the rope to that degree, but a lot of them, like you said, probably have bottled stuff up for years or months and have nobody to, cause there, you gotta be an outlet. There's gotta be an outlet for that emotion or it just gets toxic and then we see what happens. But no, I mean, I agree with you. It's gotta, it's a small network. I mean, literally maybe one person, two people for certain things that you talk sure. about. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you, but, but at least you have that. Um, no, I, I hear you. Um, you know, that's why I asked. That's I mean, honestly, man, like that's also too what I've been trying to go towards with the brand is more of just that community and showing like, Hey, you guys, like we're, we're all in this together, you know? Um, and you know, you may think that everything is all peaches and 
rainbows and whatnot, but it's not, you know, and, and that's the hard part too with social media, right? Social media is usually a highlight reel. And, right. and so people just see other families, other dads, or even our page. And it's like, oh, they have everything figured out. Everything's perfect. Right. And it's like, it's not, you know, and that's where I'm trying to show, you know, not make the page just depressing, but at the same time, like show like, yeah. Hey, listen, like these are real things that a lot of people are facing. Um, and we're, we're, a community that can help each other out and really like draw from. So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask too, like um, you kind of answered it earlier, but you can maybe expand a little bit on it, but I mean, you have a good job, like your job. I know what medical sales is like. Right. It's a good job. It takes care of you. Like you're okay. And uh, but you definitely, I know coming up on having kids and you kind of had heard all the stigma about dad bods and different things. Why dad bought apparel? Like why, what caused that light to go on for you and just be like, you know what, I'm going to step out and do this and create this new kind of stigma about dads and their bodies. Like what made you kind of be the guy for that? Well, because I thought it was just kind of BS, man, to be honest with you, like just because you have kids, you let yourself go and you become out of shape and unhealthy. Like, yeah. Whose rule is out. that? Yeah. Yeah. It's a cop out, you know? And and that's why for me, like anybody said, you know, even friends of mine, they're like, Oh, once you have kids, you don't have time. It's like, no, you just, you just chose not to make that's the time, it. you know? And so for me, and I say that now, I'm like being healthy, isn't just about you anymore, you know? And so right. I don't want to be that dad that can't play with their kids. And I had a comment on another post that I did. And the guy said, like, he's like, Oh, I had a wake up call a year or two ago. And I was playing with my son and five minutes later I was tired and I had to go inside and he's like, he looks at me, he's like, dad, that's it. We're done. And I had to go inside. He's like, that was it. I crushed me and I've lost wow. X amount of pounds and never looked back. I'm like, see, and that's what it's about, right? Like you don't have to be some fitness model and shredded and look amazing. Right. Um, there's dads that are like that and kudos to them. But at the same time, like you should have enough energy to play with your kids and pick them up and have them on their, on your shoulders. And, I want to be able to do that as long as I can, as long as I'm, you know, six feet up, not six feet under, I'm going to, you know, want to be able to pick up my kids or play sports with them and compete with them, especially when they're older. And that was where it kind of came from was like redefining the dad bod. And that's what, you know, ours is it's redefining the dad bod. And that's for me, one of the, the backhanded compliments I get all the time when I tell people is like, well, you don't have a dad. I'm like, well, I do, you know, I don't have what you, your typical way you think of a dad bod, but I have a dad bod. Like this is what a dad bod is, yeah. you know? And so we're pivoting in Q1 next year. We're not, we're going to be a dad bod supply company, not dad bod apparel. And our goal with that is to really offer more than just clothing. Right. So we're going to be doing some lifting accessories, some bags, some premium stuff. So we're going to be kind of, we're going to still have our bread and butter, our graphic tees, our hats that do really well. We're going to still have, those but at the same time we're going to really try to push like if you're a dad and you're into just caring about your health and in your 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 fitness journey whatever that looks like we want to be the place for you to come and pick up whatever it is that you need yeah and and to your point about you know the whole dad bod and redefining what society says that is i mean look at some of the television shows out there that portray dads a certain way right and portray them as kind of this oaf you know aloof just kind of this passive like sit on the couch and just kind of do nothing kind of guy which 
leads to, I mean, if I had a picture of that in my mind, it would be what culture says the flabby, you know, open can yeah, of biscuits. It's dad the dad sitting is, on right? the couch watching football with a beer in his hand. Yeah. And, and I'm like, maybe, you know, if we want dads to take more of a leadership role and become the staple and the rock in the home, they got to feel like doing it. And if they feel like doing it, they got to be active to feel that way. And, right. and I think guys that look like they have, gotten in a weight room or and like you said you don't have to be arnold schwarzenegger but you 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 need to be active and capable because what if you gotta what if you're at the gas station and you gotta somebody ran random comes up and confronts your family what are you gonna do if you're you know your hands are stained with cheetos and and you got (laughs) bud light breath like i i don't see you doing much to help out so i think yeah it it is when you said that it's like okay it makes kind of sense that the world has this wrong portrayal of what a dad is yeah. and based on body and passivity so i don't know that was just kind of my little soapbox though um are you looking at maybe uh supplements at all potentially down the road um we'll see what happens um you know we have coffee right now which was kind of an easy progression for us cuz you know parents need their caffeine and coffee um potentially i mean i have ideas in my mind and just depends kind of how we grow and how we expand and where we're able to allocate money and and funds to so we'll see i'm not going to say no but it's not something like i already kind of have q1 q2 q3 playing out for next year um it's not there so yeah at some point potentially but that's cool no i I need to get involved with some of the coffee because i uh i drink plenty of it um but yeah i i haven't i haven't dove into that part of your website but we'll get that link for people um to yeah. go on and check your stuff out are you um so what what would you say as we kind of round up here um just because i know you got a lot going on what what do you want kind of the legacy to be of of your company like what do you want people to be saying about you 10 years from now 20 years from now like what do you want them to say about dad bod apparel or dad bod supply company, I guess in the future, but what do you want them to be saying about you? And what do you hope your footprint is? Um, that we really promoted a, a very strong community of dads that we helped build this community up and was a, and that we were a resource for the dad space, um, and had some really kick-ass apparel and kick-ass, um, gear for dads that, is top line, top quality, and really just next level. So I think first and foremost, we want to make sure that we represent the dad community well, and that we help promote this community and also our resource for dads that are going through things. Like I run the Instagram page. So for anybody listening, it's me. Um, You know, I really, I do pretty much everything. Um, So I try to be responsive as much as I can. Um, like mm-hmm. you said at the beginning, you're like, I reach out and sometimes people get back. Like I responded because it's me. And yeah. I try to respond to every DM, um, every comment, every tag, everything. Cause again, like it means a lot for me. Like, you know, that's my blood, sweat and tears that goes into making and designing this stuff. And so when I see someone wearing it and it takes pride or then the delivery room where they're making their baby announcement mm-hmm. or whatever it is, like that means so much to me as someone that put in, my heart to it to see them take pride and wear it in some of their most important moments, you know? So the yeah. least I can do is just say, thank you. Yeah, that's great. No, that's, that's awesome. And, and it, who knows where this thing's going to go? Like, I don't know what your vision was when you started, if you thought, Oh, this thing's going to be, you know, 
fortune 500 or you thought you know what i'm gonna just do my thing and hope that we grow a community and and provide a good product and help dads out you know i don't know what you thought but i mean i've seen i mean i've been in device sales for 12 years you know what my mentality was when i started it this thing is gonna get huge yeah yeah it's gonna be the nike for dads (laughs) it's gonna be big there you go well it should be and and maybe it will be for sure uh i mean you've already got next year planned out that's impressive um well Dude, give me one parting shot for dads. And I want to, I'm going to turn this to more of kind of a serious side of things because um, I know your story, maybe you guys struggle a little bit to have kids at first. Is that true thing? So for guys out here now listening, maybe they're in that season and they're wanting children, wanting a family and, and at a point where they, they don't know if they can. And obviously adoption's a thing and, and, and there are options for people, but man, can you give any encouragement or some things you went through that might be able to speak to somebody today about that? Yeah. So in terms of, you know, struggling to have kids or trying to have kids, you know, just, just hang in there. You know, if it's meant to be, it'll be Um, one thing that my, one of my friends told me that was funny and it's true. Right. Um, And you realize it after the fact, but just enjoy the practice, you know, like when you're trying, enjoy the practice. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But if you're having, if you're pregnant or you're have a newborn or even any, any stage, like I always tell anybody going through, like, I'm not one to give you advice. I'm not going to tell you how to raise your family or how to raise your kids. The only advice I'm going to give you is figure out what works for you and your family, you and your wife. Um, it looks different for everybody, but figure out what works. But the one advice is enjoy it because it does like as cliche as it sounds and everything. The advice that I always take is the advice that's unanimous, meaning, you hear it from multiple people, multiple walks of life, multiple stages in life. And the one thing that resonated that everybody said was enjoy it because it goes fast. And it does like you blink and your newborn is walking your, your baby that just started walking is going to school. Your one going to school is, yeah. you know, so driving I'm sure for you, it's the same thing. So, yeah. And you can't get those moments back. And, no. you know, even the good and the bad, the crying nights, the times when you're up in the middle of the night and you're exhausted you'd wish you get those back because once they're gone, they're gone. So hundred percent. I mean, I, I, and I, and I would say we did a pretty good job at, you know, seizing the moment and relishing the moment and soaking them up all we could and living in those moments. Like, I think we did a pretty good job. You know, you hear people say, Oh, I wish I'd have lived in that moment a little longer. I think we did. Okay. And you sure. still, yeah. even if you do it per, you know, not perfect, but if you may do it right, like I think, man, you still look back and go, what happened? Where did it go? How do I get back there? You know, how to get that, that five-year-old back. And now he's driving away in a truck to go to work. You know, I just, it's one of those weird, but it's life. And that's why you hope at the ages you're at, you're doing it right. I mean, you hope you instill everything the right way and build the foundation. And yeah, man, and that's the hard part too, right? Because what I struggle with now is balance, you know, like everything that I just said, live in the moment, be in the moment, enjoy your time, like enjoy it. But at the same time, you know, I work a lot and the reason I work and the reason why anybody works is to provide for their family, make sure they're set up for life. And it's like, where is that balance? Like, where do you find that balance? And I don't have an answer for that, you know, like, right. So no, I hear you. I, I don't know that there's a perfect answer or a perfect secret sauce to, to be, you know, to do it completely always right all the time, but I don't know, just, don't be afraid to tell them you love them. Don't be afraid to hug them. I right. mean, I still hug my 21 year, 24 year old, 21 year old. Like 
and they're dudes and i'm like yeah. just get over here and and i hug their neck you know i just yeah. i just do i don't know why but uh i'll probably never stop doing that um yeah. but uh well i appreciate you coming on man and uh i look forward to seeing what's going on down the road with you guys and uh you know i know we had a little scheduling snafu on my part today and i appreciate you being flexible uh, no for that at all, i know you're burning it at both ends over there so uh, man, I'm going to go on and check out some of your coffee. So tell us where to find your stuff and how to connect with you. Yeah. So our website is just dadbodapparel.com. Um, our Instagram is dadbod underscore apparel. Um, we're on TikTok as well. It's just dadbod underscore apparel. But um, website, email, and Instagram are probably the best places to contact and reach out if you need anything. But yeah. Yeah. Are you, per, are you, do you do, kind of regular content like blog content on the website too for we have blog we have blog content now again that's part of us trying to be a resource and offer things yeah. to our to our consumer base um just resources um so that's new for us as well um we have a podcast um that's beyond the apparel um i just got it back for some reason i got shut down so we mm. just got it back so we'll be recording again on there soon um so yeah is that just dad stuff fitness stuff yeah or? it's it's everything dad fitness okay everything so it's cool. uh, we kind of go through just different things that we face as, as parents it's me and ian the guy who works with me mm -hmm. um so the two of us do the podcast and we just go through different topics that we feel are on our heart at the time so yeah that's awesome that's good is the is the website name going to change once you go to what going to it will transition? yeah it'll be changed okay. but we'll be we'll still point you know yeah, good. to yeah lots of plaque makes sense all right man well i appreciate it audience it's it's been a it's been an honor to have you here with us and Thank to you. hear from uh you know an entrepreneur who uh is doing it in multiple areas of life and he's i think he's got it figured out on creating a dad, out. a dad community <laughs> hold on let me finish uh, he's creating a dad community and i think he's got it figured out in the sense that he knows that we all need each other and so he's trying to create that platform for everybody to sort of lock arms and get better not perfect but get better so he's been anthony kuza and we've been last in line be blessed make your escape